I'm Kat Harris. Welcome to the Refined Collective Podcast. I'm an educator, brand strategist, and content creator. This podcast is designed to dig below the surface and to hold space for meaningful dialogue. It's a place where done is better than perfect, where quality triumphs quantity, and where the journey is the destination. So I invite you to leave your Superman cape of having it all together at the door because life is messy and beautifully imperfect. We all have a story to tell, and I want to hear yours. Welcome to the Refined Collective Podcast. I am your host, Kat Harris, and we're doing something different today. I'm not talking with anyone. I'm just talking myself to you. I feel kind of nervous about it, but also really excited I woke up this morning with this overwhelming sense that I wanted to share with you the greatest tool I use to combat and tackle anxiety and fear in my life. It's like one of those things. I don't know if you've experienced it, but it's like, you know, that thing right before you're falling asleep in bed at night and you're like, Ooh, I got to remember to do that. And it like will nag you until you actually do it. I woke up this morning and, you know, I could not do anything else before I share this with you. So friend, I hope you are encouraged today. Thank you for being a part of this tribe and let's get on with it. (laughs) All I can remember is this feeling of hot burning tears squeezing out of my eyelids and my cold cheek pressed to the tile of the bathroom floor. I was curled up in a ball, my arms hugging myself, holding myself, and just wondering what the heck was going on with my body. I was in the middle of shooting a wedding a few years ago, and all of a sudden, I got this wave of dizziness that came over me. My heart started beating out of my chest. I felt like I couldn't breathe. My hands were sweaty. And the only thing that I knew what to do was to listen to this voice inside my head that said, get out of here, go to the bathroom, take care of yourself, lick your wounds in private, just go. But when you're shooting a wedding, (laughs) you can't really leave. Thankfully, I had an assistant who took over for me and I ran out of that reception and into the bathroom where I crumpled. I crumpled in this stall and was laying my cheek to the ground, praying, 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 God, what is going on with my body? I was so scared. And every time I would try to muster the strength to stand back up and go back out there and finish my job, another wave would just come over me. I was so scared. I felt completely out of control with my body. I didn't know what was going on. I ate some food, drank some Gatorade, and somehow, by the grace of God, was able to finish that wedding. But I didn't forget it. I didn't really know what had happened, but I kind of just chalked it up to, oh, it must have just been hot that day. But that was the beginning of me having intense, debilitating anxiety attacks. 
And I don't know if you've ever experienced that before. I know different people experience panic and anxiety and stress in different ways. And before I struggled with it, I would hear people talking about, oh, I had an anxiety attack or man, I feel kind of panicky right now. And honestly, I had no empathy and just thought, gosh, just why don't you just get over it or take a chill pill or take a nap? But sometimes God allows us to experience really painful things to grow our empathy, but also because he wants to heal things deep inside of us. My struggle with anxiety began to be this thing that God used to unravel all of these fears and lies and limiting beliefs that I was believing about myself, about the world around me, about God. And I can look back now, and as hard as that time in my life was, my life completely stopped. That first attack was just the beginning. Within a month after that, it was hard for me to even leave my house because I was having them on such intense and regular basis. But I really do feel like God paused my life in order to dig up some things that really needed to be uprooted. And it was painful. It felt violent at times. It was terrifying. But I'm so grateful I'm so grateful that God cares so much more about my healing and my restoration as opposed to my comfort. And don't get me wrong. I want comfort. (laughs) I want comfort, guys. But I just think sometimes God cares more about my wholeness than my comfort. The crazy thing is that our bodies are designed to heal us. That panic that we feel, that's actually our fight or flight response being activated within our bodies. Something within us is saying, this isn't safe. This is a life or death situation. The bells start alarming. And so our bodies, because of that, are designed to really protect us. So cortisol and adrenaline are released in our body when we feel that fight or flight sense. And it's that jump start, that adrenaline, that cortisol, that is what honestly saves our life in the situations like if I'm crossing a street and I don't see a bus coming and it's going to plow me to the ground, that fight or flight kicks in and literally jolts my body to get out of the way of the bus. Our fight or flight response is one of the most primal things about us. And it's so beautiful to first acknowledge that, wow, something is going on in my body and, and my body is activating a response to fear or a life or death situation. And it's trying to save me. It's trying to help me. When I learned that, I thought, wow, what an incredible gift our body gives us. Our body is looking out for us on this subconscious level when we may not even be paying that close attention because it wants to protect us. It wants to heal us. But here's the thing. For example, when I'm shooting a wedding and that fight or flight response kicks in and the cortisol starts pumping through my blood and the adrenaline starts releasing and I start feeling really dizzy and I can't breathe, the fight or flight has been activated in my body, but I'm not really in a fight or flight situation. So my mind is telling my body, Hey, 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 this isn't good. We're not safe here. Something's going on. We got to get out of here. 
sound the alarms and the body is being activated, but I don't need saving exactly in that moment. I don't need rescue. So why is my body going into anxiety like that? Maybe you've experienced that when all of a sudden out of nowhere, maybe you're in a crowded room, maybe you're on the subway, maybe you're just driving your car down the highway and all of a sudden you feel this wave of anxiety and fear come over your body. Like you feel it in your bones. Gosh, I've been there. So when that happens, what I've learned to do is ask myself, why? What's coming up for me right now? Because as our bodies are designed to heal us, our bodies are listening to our minds, but our minds are listening to our thoughts. So what we have to do is go back to the thoughts. What am I believing right now? Am I believing something that is true? Am I believing and agreeing with something that is false? And how do I know? One of the best things we can do, honestly, I will say it like this, acknowledging and identifying the fears, the limiting beliefs, the lies that ignited my anxiety and replacing those fears and lies with truth is the number one thing I use to move past anxiety. No, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I never have moments of struggle. I absolutely do. But it's so important to have the tools to go back to the root of what's coming up because I can tell you a million ways to stop the symptoms. And it's important to, to manage the symptoms of anxiety, right? Who wants to feel dizzy? Who wants to feel out of breath? There are very practical things we can do, but we have to also merge that with going back to the root level. What am I afraid of right now? What am I afraid of happening? What am I afraid is going to be found out about me? What does that mean for me? A lot of the fears that were coming up for me that I would never have told you I believed like with my mind, my formal worldview would have said, I believe that there is a God in heaven who is in control of all things. I believe that God has a plan for my life. I believe that God is my provider. But functionally and underneath that, on the inside, my thoughts were believing, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. The burden of my future, of my career, of my finances, of my relationship status, all falls on my shoulders. And if I am my own source, then yeah, if something scary happens in my career or if I don't book the jobs I need to book, or if I'm trying as hard as I can to get a date and there's no one in sight, if it is all up to me, then that is a lot of cause for stress. So for me, a lot of my anxiety was being ignited, elevated because my thought life at a very base and core level was believing that everything is up to me. Other people aren't safe. I honestly don't even know if God is safe for me. The only person I can really trust is myself. That's a scary place to be friends. So today, what I want to encourage you with is that there is light in the dark place for you. I believe that 
there is healing and freedom from anxiety and fear. I believe that you are not created to live a life bound by stress, anxiety, control, that God created you not for a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of sound mind. I believe that you have a life of purpose and calling on your life and that you actually can move from fear and scarcity to wholeness and abundance and freedom. I believe that there is a life more free for you than you could ever even possibly imagine for yourself. I believe that there is power to acknowledging and really digging down to the root. What am I believing in this moment about myself, my circumstances, the people around me, and God? And are those things true? If not, what really is true? What is true? Because truth, when we acknowledge the truth, truth defeats fear. Light always overcomes the darkness. So pause, pause, take a deep breath in and out. Can you identify the fear? Can you identify what you are agreeing with, what you are believing that may not be true? And can you replace it with something that's true? You see, when fear comes knocking, not if it comes knocking, but when it comes knocking, we got to have tools. So one of my biggest tools is to literally pause and out loud speak truth over myself or listen to a song that is jam-packed with truth bombs to reset my mind. Do you want to practice this? Well, if you're listening to this, you don't really have a choice because I'm going to practice with you some of the truth statements that I speak over myself when the fear comes knocking. So wherever you are, if you're walking down the street, if you're driving in a car, or maybe you're listening to this while you're getting ready, if you can, pause, sit down, and take a few deep breaths. If not, Just wherever you are, maybe put your hand on your chest and take a few deep breaths in and a few deep breaths out. When we start to reconnect with our breath, we reconnect with the ground. There's something about breathing that diminishes fear. It's really interesting. And actually, scientifically, when our exhales are longer than our inhales, it activates the part of our body's system that says, I am safe. So even as you're sitting, you may be driving, walking, breathing, even try breathing in for four counts and exhaling for five, six, seven Continue connecting to your breath and receive the words that I'm about to speak over you. This is a poem that a friend of mine, Danielle Bennett, wrote a few years ago. And it's honestly the cry of my heart when I get into these fear places. I speak it over myself all the time. 
So thank you, Daniel, for your words, for your courage to create. Here we go. She is a patient gardener. And if you ask her soil how it became so rich, it will tell you how she's always been more willing to listen to what it needs than waiting to speak it into the pace of her own understanding. Her silence is terrifying because you know the next time she opens her mouth to speak, she's going to mean every ounce of it. When she speaks, there's so much permission in her love and holy on her breath. You can't help but sit like you are budding toward the sky. You can't help but believe that you are every bit as necessary as you were created to be. She's so gorgeous in the absence of her need for attention. You can't help but notice her still waters, even when she moves at the speed of hustle. And she has the audacity to act like the queen that she is. And she doesn't complain about the myriad requests for her time or going unrecognized or the weight of the crown because she knows it is the lightest load she will ever carry. Discipline is a gown she wears, like she's never afraid to be the best-dressed person in a room. She has stood in the eye of a tornado enough times to know how to stay. Even when circumstance wants to chess-piece her into some place where she can't be so blinding, but she is sensitive enough to the wind to know when she needs to start walking away. And she doesn't mind how long the journey will take, because even on days where she can't seem to shake the fog, she trusts she's never really been in control. And she has seen a succulent survive enough times to know that she is much stronger than she thinks. She is the skyscraper we look for on the 101 that reminds us we are home. If you ask her how she got so tall, she will tell you of the moons that knew her fear of heights. In the morning, she rose with enough gumption to keep growing anyways. If you ask her how she got so tall, she will bend her own steel into a staircase so that you can get the better view. She'll remind you that you can be built even higher. She doesn't have to chase her dreams. She outpaces them. She doesn't have to have it all together to have it all. She is strange and she doesn't always make perfect sense, but she is perfect in the way she makes her presence a place where you can rest. Her best beauty trick is knowing where she comes from and not apologizing for where she's going. And she doesn't always walk into a room and kill it, but she knows there is no room that can tell her what she is and isn't made of. She is brave and they do not question her intuition. Home of the spirit, rocking chair of the uncertain, oven of the good word. She's the prayer that makes dark things look for a hiding place. She is believer of supernatural, stardust and fabric of the sky, the morning of forgiveness, offerer of everything, temple body home builder, bride of the thick presence, courier of life, a firm-footed friend of grace, a heart that is bowed in respect. She is a lady of honor. She is a mother of the future and a sister to the present. And if you are wondering where you can find such a unicorn of a woman. Look around, my love. Trust the time you chose to recognize the magic living in your blood. 
which means she is the woman you were always meant to become. Take a few more deep breaths in and out. What hit your soul as I read that? What gave you goosebumps? What word or phrase was like, oh, that's for me? Friend, these words are as true as they are about me. They're true for you. And if they're true for you, they're true for her. If they're true for her, they're true for me. My hope and my prayer is for you, me, us, to live lives grounded in freedom and wholeness, connected to God, ourselves, and each other. So pause. What are you so afraid of? Is it true? How can you reject the fear? Take it out of the driver's seat of your life and replace it with truth. You are not alone. I'm with you on the journey. Thank you for listening to my thoughts. Thank you for letting me share my story. Thank you for being a part of this tribe. If you're still listening to this and it was a gift to you and a blessing to your heart, your spirit, your mind, your body, I'd be so honored if you went onto iTunes or your podcast app on your phone and subscribed to the Refined Collective podcast left us a rating and review. Now that is not to make my name big and fancy. That is because the more of those we get, the more iTunes shares the podcast and the more other people are able to hear encouraging messages. And that's what we want here. We want women and men to be encouraged, to be empowered through story. So one last thing before we leave. If you struggle with fear, anxiety, limiting beliefs, control, whatever it is you want to call it, I created a guide for you, a resource guide based off my own journey of moving from fear to freedom. And I want to give it to you. It has practical tools talking about what I just talked with you right now about how do I identify the fear in my life and how do I figure out what is the truth that combats that lie. I created a guide for you to go through just that. You can get it at therefinedwoman.com slash freebie, F-R-E-E-B-I-E. I cannot wait to hear about your freedom.